Quick Tvartar of the week. In this week's double parsha, Bahar Bechukaisai, it mentions the prohibition of lending money with ribis, with interest. The halachic authorities learn out from the fact that the Pasuk says, Achicha, your brother, that there are three categories when it comes to lending with interest. To another Jew, you are utterly forbidden to lend money with interest. To a ger or taishav, a Gentile that accepted upon himself the seven Noahide laws, you are allowed to lend with interest. And lastly, to a nachri, which refers to an idol worshipping Gentile, it is a mitzvah to lend him with interest. And the question is, why the different levels? If there is something inherently wrong with taking interest for a loan, it should always be forbidden. And if not, then it should always be permitted. Why does the Torah differentiate? So there are different approaches to explain this. The Ramban and Abarbanel say that really there's nothing wrong with charging interest per se. However, since all Jews are one big family, your family you need to help out, out of love, and you should not be charging ribis. However, the rest of the world is not your family, and not only that, their laws are different, and they allow charging interest, and they do charge interest to everybody, including Jews. Therefore, we can charge them interest as well, since in reality there's nothing wrong with the practice. The Kliyakar gives another beautiful explanation, that everything we do in this world, we need to realize that everything we have, we depend on Hashem for it. So if one invests his money in business, you are nervous if the deal will work out or not, and therefore you are constantly praying to Hashem to help you succeed. But lending money on interest, you are making risk-free profit. The person has to pay you back the principal, and even more money on top of that via interest. That leaves a person to stop praying and putting his faith in God. However, says the Kliyakar, that is true with regards to loans made to another Jew, since we can enforce the payment via Besdin. But if you lend money to a Gentile, especially in times of exile and oppression, there is still a big fear. Will he pay you back or not? And if he does pay you back, will you get the interest or not? Therefore, when one lends money to a Gentile with interest, you will still be praying to Hashem for help, and there is no concern there of losing faith. However, both those reasons do not explain why it is a mitzvah, an obligation, to lend a nachri, an idol-worshipping Gentile, with interest. So the Rebbe in Lekut HaSichais, Chelek gives a beautiful insight. The Baal Shem Tov, brought down in Keser Shem Tov, Simen Reish Yud Ches, says that all possessions and money a person has is a sign that there are sparks of holiness in those items that pertain to the owner's spiritual life mission of purifying those holy sparks. That is why we find that great tzaddikim were very careful about even their cheapest possessions, like Yaakov Avinu, who went back to get pachim ketanim, small cheap vessels. That means that if you take interest from another Jew, you are taking money from him that is really his and relevant to his soul and personal spiritual avayda. That is forbidden. However, from an idol worshiper, we want to take away as much money from him as possible, in a legal fashion, of course, as that releases the sparks that were trapped in klipa, impurity, and gives us the ability to elevate it to Kedusha, to holiness, by using it for something good. The takeaway for us is we see how important it is 
not to detach ourselves from the physical world, but to find ways to utilize everything around us in a proper fashion, thereby elevating the sparks contained within it, as well as elevating our neshamas as well. By doing so, we bring the world that much closer to a state of perfection, and to the coming of Mashiach Sidkenu speedily. Amen. Have a good Shabbos.